Hey, what is up? And welcome to another episode of Docu Review with me, your host Kurt, with my brother Dan. Hello, my name's Dan. Like said. <laughs> and my dad. Hey, this is Danny. Glad to be here. <laughs> it's always so funny. Anyway, we're so glad to be recording this podcast. Hopefully, you don't skip through this part. <laughs> We've got three people in here today. Um, Dad just decided to stay, which is good. It's good. And uh, so he, he, he really is kind of going blind on this, but I'm... I have not seen this documentary. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure he'll add some kind of insight. Now, this is going to be a little bit different than, you know, what Dad and I usually record. It's hopefully a little, uh, I don't know, I think it'll be funnier, but... Dad's going to be here for the wisdom part. Yeah, That's yeah right. maybe. Right. <laughs> what to do instead of what... <laughs> instead of what this guy did. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so let's go ahead and talk about what documentary we're doing today. So we're doing a part of the Untold series. This is, um, it's honestly kind of like 30 for 30, uh, ESPN, ESPN puts out 30 for thirties, uh, you know, just like short documentaries on, you know, just other topics. And this is kind of like the Netflix version of that. It's called untold, which is really good stuff so far. I've seen a few of them and and they've been really good, but this one today, we're going to talk about the infamous Johnny football. So now (laughs) this is going to be a little different for all of us because Honestly, we're not football fans. Well, well, I'll say, you know, Dan, you're not a football fan, right? Nope, not at all. Dad? Don't watch. <laughs> no, I'm probably <laughs> the biggest football fan. But to call me a football fan is like really probably disrespectful to some people who like really spend a whole lot of time with it. I, I just like, I like to watch the Chiefs and that's about it. Right. And I got my first Chief shirt. Last year, <laughs> did you really Super Bowl? <laughs> I I really During like the Super Bowl. I, yeah, I like the cheese. I like watching the cheese, but other than that, I I really don't watch a whole lot. I, I try to keep a little bit up to date, but you know, so this is pretty new to me, and especially back in 2014, 2015, whenever this guy was really big, um, I, yeah, he just was not on my radar. But I had I had at least heard the name, um, I had, and I was at least familiar with the name. I was familiar with you know kind of his infamy, um around the NFL, but, but that's about it. Now, again, Dan, you, you, prior knowledge about this guy. Any? No, I had no idea who it was when you sent me it. I was like, who's Johnny football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like didn't know, uh-uh. but, but the reason why we're talking about it is because it's such a wild, it's so different than what we grew up, <laughs> you know, like yes. so different than, than like kind of the life we lived. I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it's just a lot different. Um, so, Dad, you don't know who he is, right? You never. No, I recognize the name, but no, don't know the career. Yeah, okay, I got you. So, but anyway, I think it'll still be fun talking about him. Um, so, yeah, Johnny Football. Now, if you guys didn't know, and this starts out with uh, Johnny Football going and accepting uh, the Hall of Fame uh, at the Hall of Fame introduction at Texas A&M. So that's kind of what he's really known for is his football career at texas a&m yep and to call it a career is like uh, a little bit of a stretch i feel like (laughs) you think so yeah (laughs) okay yeah i mean he wasn't there very long but but yeah like okay so it's fair fair point but uh but then it goes you know (laughs) here's what i thought was funny about the documentary It, it pulled no punches right it goes and you know his acceptance speech at the at the hall of fame was kind of like you know you know, I still appreciate everybody. You know, I've been through some rough times, right? You know, obviously alluding to his rough past. And then it goes right into him partying at his house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it goes into like them like playing darts or something and yep. you know, partying at his house, g- grilling or whatever. <laughs> it's, it's kind of the perfect, uh, the perfect intro. But. And then, and then it ends with him like, heck yeah, I love my name, Johnny Football, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, before this, tell me your opinion on Texas football. Well, I have no idea about Texas football. But I've heard <laughs> yeah, there that like, it's a, like, football is king in Texas, right? Yeah. I've even heard that they have, um, what do they call it, like 11-man football, where where you can have a smaller team and still play for like schools that are smaller. 
Yeah. You can actually have like, you don't have to play like the full football. You can actually play like a, a smaller version. Yeah. So, the, so they at least have it. So yeah. even if you're a small school, you can at least have football. Uh, but I think 11, like maybe, maybe it's not 11 man, maybe eight man, I think, because 11, 11 is how much uh, you have at one time. <laughs> That's probably where I got it then. <laughs> That's like what an offense has, what a defense, but anyway, it's Again, fine. I have no idea. So there we go. <laughs> yeah. Like we're limited. Hey, we're, I'll say this before every episode if I need to. We are not professionals in football. <laughs> we don't claim to be. We're just having fun. All right. Well, it is not- it is six man football rules. Six, six man, man football. Okay. There we go. Yeah. So they'll have like a condensed football, so they can yeah, at least sure. have it. They can at least have it of some kind. Um, which honestly kind of sounds fun. Six man football sounds a lot better than eleven man. Yeah. I actually, I actually saw a uh, documentary on six man football. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about it sometime. (laughs) Spoilers, don't say that. Yeah. Like, okay, so, so yeah, Texas football, it's king. And now, the, (laughs) sadly, how I know any, how now I I know, you know, anything about uh, Texas football is by the TV show Friday Night Lights, which (laughs) which my wife, like, loved. They even referenced that. (laughs) Yeah, they did. They say it's a lot like that. (laughs) But yeah, so Friday Night Lights. Uh, you know, that, that's all they cared about was football. And it's kind of like the general stereotype of high school, that, you know, the general football team. But, yeah, it's king in Texas. So he was in Texas, and he joined, or, I mean, the school he was at was kind of a militant high school program. Well, that's what he said the football program was like. It was like basically run like, like a military. Yeah. Where all of the, all the players did the same thing. They dressed the same way, yeah. and they were, like, in it together. Right. Yeah, it was like a total team atmosphere. Like even saw them like holding hands. Yeah. Leah, as they were walking out into the into the field, I was like, Man, that's a that's a football yeah. team. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> that's a little different hands. than what we would have said <laughs> yeah. at the school I grew up at. <laughs> <laughs> you would have got a couple more labels in football player. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but now we can speak from experience like the high school we grew up in, it wasn't football, but it was basketball. Yeah, all about basketball, and uh, and you know, do you uh, do you think f- these football players probably got away with a little bit more? <laughs> you know, I, I would definitely think so because of the way him and his uh, Johnny and his friend talked. Like they would go to the game and they go afterward and go what they say to a ranch and be drinking. Yeah, you know, drinking beers or whatever. I mean, so, I mean, the drinking started early. It sounded like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I'm pretty sure that, yeah, especially if you're good, right? Right. If you're good, then I'm oh, sure yeah, yeah. Uh, you'll probably get away with quite a bit. Yeah, and, and the way it talked, like, he, he, he said, you know, because, well, the, the, his friend that, that was is going to show up in the documentary quite a bit, his <laughs> business partner, quote-unquote, at the beginning, <laughs> um, he said that, like, they both had, like, really hard-nosed dads. Right, and then that was kind of funny to me because I'm like the his Johnny Johnny's actions afterwards doesn't seem like his dad was a little hard nosed, you know. What I mean? And I like I disagree completely. Like you yeah. know, I'm I wasn't in their home, but just yeah. from the documentary, no, nah, I don't I don't think his dad his dad probably just told him to play football and that's it. Yeah, like, I don't care what you do as long as you're playing football. Right. Okay, so again, here's an, here's an opinion about him. So he was like five eleven. And uh, now that's taller to some people. <laughs> Maybe people in this room. But uh, so that's taller to some. But but football-wise, like a quarterback's usually at least over six foot. Right. I was, I was surprised because he yeah. said he's like 5'10", 5'11". I'm like, wow. well, he's tiny. Yeah. yeah, and that's like there's very, very few, which there's a couple now like um, – Oh goodness! I can't remember the guy that was a Seahawks. I know you guys probably don't know uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson. I know he's a little shorter, uh, and I think Tua's shorter. And again, you guys don't know these, <laughs> but but like Tua, the Dolphins, he might be like six feet. Also, the guy in uh, uh, what is his name? Cardinals, uh, Arizona Cardinals. Uh, anyway, he's a little bit shorter. So so we do have a few more shorter because they run. They can run so well. Oh yeah. But there's a few more shorter. And Baker Mayfield was shorter, but he I mean he's not a quarterback anymore. Um I'll take your word for it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh. But anyway, so so there is a, a few shorter quarterbacks, but again, they have a hard time. And I think whenever you are a little bit shorter, you have to you have to incorporate a little bit of a different style. Like mm-hmm. it didn't show a lot of him it didn't show a lot of passes. Mm-hmm. that he was doing 
like in the highlights. It wasn't passes, right? What was it? It was running. Like yeah, he could. I don't know. From from my expert opinion, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, he could just find those gaps and he just run right through. And it yeah. looked like he was quick. Yeah, he was very. Yeah, it looked like he was very quick. But yeah, he could. He 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 had the sense, just a general sense of knowledge, um, of not not necessarily play knowledge, just a general knowledge of football and like mm-hmm. movements, and that he could just find that spot and you go zoom and go right through. And so I think that happens whenever you're shorter, anyway. That's what that's what my opinion is. Like as far as like playing basketball, like whenever I play basketball. You had to be the scrappiest one if you're a little right. bit shorter, or you're not gonna ever gonna get the ball. Right, you gotta adapt. Yeah, I mean, you got you, to. If you can't adapt, you're gonna sit the bench, or you're just not gonna or, be good. Or, or yeah, or, or you're just not gonna like somebody's gonna shoot over you the whole time. You gotta right. be a little rougher and stuff. But yeah, I thought it was interesting that he wanted to go to Texas. Like that was his first, like you know, Texas University. That was his first option, the Longhorns, right? Yeah. And so, he, but he didn't get an offer. <laughs> didn't even like they didn't even look at him and it, and he was like a like a star in his um town no yeah. he, he wasn't a star in his town i think he got like texas football player of the year yeah yeah so, so the whole city of, oh the whole the city of texas <laughs> the whole state of texas right he was huge yeah and then the the biggest uh college in texas is like no nah, i don't care about him yeah <laughs> but it, i thought it said on there that he got arrested he, he like he he was he was in trouble even before he went into college. Yeah, I think that's thing. I believe that's what it said. So I mean, like, you know, these guys are probably looking at him like, are we going to take this risk? Do right. we need to take this risk? But here we go, Texas A and M. They're like, we'll take him. Yep, full ride, full ride scholarship. Yeah. And uh, what happens shortly after? He gets arrested. <laughs> <laughs> this is a reoccurring theme. <laughs> but again, what's crazy to me is how many times this guy gets arrested and, and just gets let go. It like, gets in trouble. I mean, really, it's like if you're good at something, they're just going to let you go and let yeah. you go. <laughs> Freshman year gets arrested. I think it was for drinking. And, you know, I, I guess he just got let, let go. And... uh the crazy thing is of his freshman year too is that he just partied and partied and partied and still won. Yeah. And and they said he had like a little bit of a shaky beginning, but then like he just started winning. And he just started playing and winning and playing and winning. And like I guess that's a true testament to how much talent he had. Right. Like well, he was just truly talented. Go ahead. Well, uh Texas A and M, it was their first year at what was it, twenty I don't remember it's the first year. Twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen, something like that. Yeah. First year in the SEC, mm-hmm. and I don't know much about football for sure, but I do know SEC is like the king when it comes yes. to college football. Yeah, I mean, like you got Alabama, Ole Mizzou's in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're not much, but uh, they're not doing bad. They're not doing bad right now. But. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I mean, they, they do good every once in a while, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, Georgia, Alabama, I think Florida, they're all. Um, yeah, and now I think they're Arkansas. Is it Razorbacks? In it. Texas is in it now. And, yeah. Uh, but big, but anyway, big, big schools, Tennessee, I think's in there. Anyway, anyway, but big schools, and so they're like A and M is like a tiny school, and compared to those, yep, they're like they're gonna they're just gonna be ate up by all the other schools. Yeah, so yeah, everybody kind of about like they don't belong here, kind of thing, right? And you know, just because they get this Johnny football, this Johnny Manziel, um, they explode, and uh, and they do really well. Mm-hmm. But again, keep in mind this guy is partying and partying and partying. And then one one of the one of the major parts of the documentary was them showing that them playing Alabama. Of course, you know. Yep. And again, if you know foot, college football at all, at, you, you you know even if you don't, Alabama is you know the football program because they've had such a long career of winning. Yeah, and that year they were ranked number one. So. Of course. <laughs> they had, they lost like their first game, but if I can remember correctly, but they were just on a winning streak. They just won, 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 and of course, no one. They all considered them to be to lose the game against Alabama because Alabama's yeah. number one and they're the best team. Counted them out, right? Counted them out, and they started out really good. Yeah, uh, they they scored like three touchdowns, like three minutes or something like that. Yeah, so they up, got up pretty high in the beginning, and then. Alabama came back, <laughs> and so it was basically down to like two plays, and at the very end, uh, 
Johnny Manziel made the two passes, yeah, and, the, and they even said in the documentary, it's like those two passes changed his life. Yeah, yeah, right. Those two particular <laughs> passes, because and not not only getting into the SEC, I think is a big deal because it and not only is just good for promotion, but like also you get TV deals. Mm-hmm. Playing these schools in the in the uh, SEC gets you guaranteed time on big. Uh, big TV station. So you get, you know, eyes on the program and, you know, them winning against Alabama because there's a lot of people watching against Alabama and especially this Johnny Manziel guy. And this is important because this increases Johnny Manziel's stock um, as far as, you know, football player and celebrity goes. And, and that's what he became. Just instead of a, just a football player, he really just became a celebrity. So his freshman year, he ended up getting nominated for pretty much the highest award in, in football, in, in, in college football, the Heisman Trophy. Right. And they right. even said, well, the, one of the announcers was like, it's the, it's the biggest award in college sports. Yeah, just like, college They sports even said general. it's like every sport. The Heisman mm-hmm. Trophy is like king. It's the third time I've said that, but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So he he was uh, he was nominated for this, and he ended up winning. Yeah, you know they had the tense moment in the documentary, but he ended up winning. First so, freshman ever. Was it first freshman? Or first freshman since Tim Tebow. First freshman. Okay. So, uh, but anyway, it it was you know crazy, right? And that he won this, and and again his celebrity grew. And what does that do to your confidence? That boosts your confidence. You know, I'm the best. I'm whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, well, uh, you know, th- this also gets him into, you know, the coolest parties with, like, LeBron James. Yeah. He gets with Le- hangs out with LeBron. He's hanging out with, you know, all kinds of people. Um, but, you know, here's the thing about, uh, here's the thing about football back then. Y- you can say this now, back then is that uh, you couldn't make money off your own likeness, off yourself, off your own brand, I guess you could say now. Yeah, no. Uh, so, so really, whenever you, get a, whenever you get a scholarship, all that's paying for is your tuition and housing. And then, like, you know, you can pay for a meal plan or something like that. But that's all your scholarship will pay for is, like, pretty much tuition and housing. Um, but... Uh, you know, so what, <laughs> if you're a guy who already has a little bit of, you know, let's say loose morals <laughs> <laughs> and, and you realize that, hey, I'm signing all of this stuff for the school. The school is making major bank off me. Yeah, I've got a, uh, a um, it says here that Texas A&M donations when he uh, won the, um, the trophy, the Texas uh, went up. To seven hundred and forty million dollars, million, ma 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 million. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's close to a ba ba billion. <laughs> yeah, you know? three right. quarters of a billion dollars. Almost. That's insane. <laughs> Just because he won, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or you know, they at least attributed to weight because he won. By the way, so, and he be... brought it into SEC, and well, when all of that happened at the yeah. same time, yeah. And then the donations into school just skyrocketed. That's insane. And, and again, think about that. He didn't. Get, he didn't make a single dime. Right. So before I guess right. before we go into that, so let me ask you guys, what do you guys think about the the was is, is it NIH? Is I believe that's what it's called. NIT. NIT. It may be NIT. I, I can't remember. Anyway, it's the where where college athletes now can make money off of their their brand themselves mm-hmm. as as a person. What do you think about that? Yeah, uh, I was I knew we'd talk about this when you were going over it. Um, <laughs> and like, <clears throat> yeah, the guy is a total like degenerate but yeah. like they're making so much money they're even redesigning oh they beat alabama by the way and we didn't finish that oh, that's what we said we beat they beat them okay uh, anyway they beat alabama. they beat alabama <laughs> uh but they even re are redesigning their football uh stadium <laughs> around him basically yeah. and uh and then well he leaves but uh so all of this money and stuff going and he's getting zero dollars yeah that is kind of crazy and i'm just like to me, it kind of rubs me the wrong way because um, the NCAA comes in as like a, they, to me, they seem like a, like the policing organization, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I guess that's really what it was. They even They're seem, almost like a dictator, honestly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, these kids are good. I mean, they're pretty much kids, right? They're 18, 19, 20. Mm-hmm. And so 
I don't know. Uh, I think the way they do it now, where they can make money off, you know, they can't get they can't be paid by the college, but right. they can get paid by like advertisers and stuff. Yeah, I I really don't see a problem with it as long as you've got some way to regulate, because then people can go crazy. Oh yeah, like if you've got a good, <clears throat> I mean, he did, and he you know didn't even have the the big paychecks and stuff. Right. Well, what's the difference in when whenever he um. Basically, he brought this money into the school, and the coach got a huge raise. Yeah, coach got a raise. Co- coach got a big contract. Right? Yeah. And the assistant and the offensive coach, Cl- Cliff Kingsbury, is still in the NFL. I, th- I think he's like an NFL coach, I believe. Not, don't quote me on that. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, the, the Cliff Kingsbury, the offensive coordinator, he got a raise. You know, so like everybody's getting raises, but you know, <laughs> he's not he's not getting paid nothing. Yeah. And they even said that like the co- the coach got a raise, the offensive coordinator got a mm-hmm. raise or he even got like a co- another coaching job. Yeah. It's like hmm. What's yeah. N A I A. That's what it's called. N A I N A I. Or yeah. no, N I L. N I L. Okay, name, okay. N A I. Image and likeness. Yeah, N N A I A is another like college. Oh, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's right. That's what I get for googling. Yeah, <laughs> N I L. But uh but yeah, I I think like man why not let let these kids make some money off themselves in college like yeah. uh if if you can if you can convince somebody to buy to have you you know sell a uh what well, i don't know like sell some kind of drink or something do it if you're going to make money like that because honestly think about these some of these kids that come from low income places and it's just like their family doesn't have money the only way out they have is football or basketball or this college athletics and then you know giving them a little bit of opportunity to make some money now like a lot of these kids are making millions of dollars that's not a lot it's not a lot of people but it's it's a lot of little people making money yeah. i think that's where it really matters is yeah. the little people or you know the, the people who make a little bit of money i think um i saw just randomly something about you know the, the top paid uh students now or the top paid athletes right now they are making i think the top one is like maybe a couple million mm, yeah and, i mean yeah. if i had a couple million that'd be awesome but oh like, yeah it's not they're not making like huge contracts <clears throat> and yeah i don't know you you gotta know that even before the whole uh, nil thing uh some schools were they may not you know you may not yeah. uh pay them money but here's a new car <laughs> you know yeah this is donated by the by the uh the fund or the you know there, and, and there's pl- there's plenty of professional athletes that have it on the record i mean i mean there's plenty of professional athletes that have said it afterwards like yeah i was we we're getting money like my parents were getting money right and from these schools and it's not like it wasn't happening um yeah i so i i i just think it's it's and then now the donors from the college won't won't donate to the college. They'll just donate directly to the student, you know, for a reason or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it just changed, uh, changed directions. But anyway, so anyway, not being able to make money himself, he, he sees an opportunity, right? He, he sees an opportunity. Some guy uh, like paid him to sign some things. Yeah. Came and, up to him in an airport. Yeah, I came up to an airport. I gave you three thousand dollars to to go to this hotel room and start signing stuff. <laughs> and he was like, three thousand. Well, yeah, I think he said at first he was like, whatever. And then he's like, I'll pay you three thousand dollars. He's like, yeah. Mm? <laughs> he's like, that's real money. So he goes, you know, he signs it, and then <laughs> I think this is so funny. At at where he was signing, <laughs> some guys like, dude, this is like chump change. He's he's getting your goat. Go up, go downstairs and meet the real guy. Yeah, and he, yeah, you know, it's like okay. So he he meets his real guy, and then it went from three thousand to like he had to take a picture of the, all the stuff he signed. He said thirty thousand dollars worth of stuff. Yep, and then he started doing it like monthly, right? And again, think about that as a freshman or freshman or sophomore mm-hmm. uh, college student having you know he said he had a hundred thousand dollars under his bed at one time <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't imagine mm-hmm. oh man the dumb decisions you would make with that much money and the dumb decisions he did and, and the dumb decisions <laughs> he did you know him and his friend were talking about they were they were going and like 
buying Gucci wallets. <laughs> he's like, he still has a, I can't remember, Gucci or Rolex or yeah. one. He's like, I still have the tag on it. Cause I, I thought <laughs> yeah. it was so cool. I bought my first one. <laughs> and it's like his, uh, quote business partner friend, like, he bought this Versace shirt. It was like just the shirt or something. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was, was high class. <laughs> okay, so then let, let me just ask you this. Back then, what would you have bought? If you had $100,000 as a freshman, what would you have bought? Oh, Lord. Uh, freshman in college? Shoot. Um, maybe a nicer car. Uh, probably a car. Yeah. yeah, a car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what about nice you, Dad? Car. I mean, that big that... old, big old four-wheel drive truck. Oh yeah, I'm sure. That's <laughs> <laughs> like hometown magic, right there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, nah, you know, I, I probably would have bought a car, like a real nice car. If I had yeah. that much money, yeah, I probably would have bought some crazy yeah, stupid. Real. I would have bought some crazy fast. Like Mustang, that I would still just drive the speed limit. Yeah, I know. That's, that's me too. Like, it, it just looks cool, but I'm still driving the speed limit. I ain't getting no ticket. Yeah. Um, or back then, I probably would have went. I probably would have went on a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I get to see the ocean for the first time. <laughs> but yeah, so so yeah, I mean, like, what, did, dude? You already into partying? He's got loose morals, dude. This guy's gonna be spending this money. He's going crazy. Yeah, because he was already like party like in in college, like his first couple se- his first couple games, whatever. He would be like, as soon as he was off the the field, he's going partying, and there are pictures of it on oh, like, yeah. social media and stuff. And now, when he's got money, what do you think he's gonna do? Like that yeah. was that was even before the money. Yeah, and I think this goes to show you the the time it was. So like two thousand fourteen, two thousand, and um, this is still fairly. I mean, he was posting on Twitter. So I think it was yeah. still pretty early for Twitter, uh, like early on on Twitter. Maybe I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. But anyway, so like, it was still. I mean, social media had been around for a little bit, but not like a, a whole long time. I think people are now way more conscious about what they put, except maybe except John Morant. But anyway, that's a joke. You guys don't know. But nope, but like, know. yeah, he, he's he's been caught a couple times doing some stupid <laughs> stuff. But like a lot of uh, people now are like way more conscious because they think like these posts can ruin your life right and and you know he was just like posting it yeah he was just like stacks taking of cash <laughs> when he's not even supposed to be like having that cash <laughs> like so stupid oh. and like yeah like you know drinking and stuff i mean shoot if you're a sophomore in college you're not even 21 no like you <laughs> i mean you know it goes on but like oh yeah, yeah. it's not supposed but to like, like you don't post it right you don't post it but obviously you're doing all this dumb stuff. People are going to see this and, and they're going to catch on and, you know, to what you're doing. So he gets, he gets, you know, caught in investigations going on. Right. The big brother NCAA comes looking for him. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and it was funny to me is that his friends like, dude, this is airtight. We got you, bro. And it kind of was, I mean, <laughs> yeah. he, he got away with it pretty much, but yeah. he's like, I got you, bro. And then he <laughs> comes up with this story. <laughs> That his parents came from money, right? Like they had oil money. <laughs> like did no one look into it? Spoiler: They I'm, didn't have the money. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, did nobody just look at it and be like, "Wait, these guys don't have money." <laughs> <laughs> like the, his 19 year old like best bud or whatever, his business partner is like, I've, "We've got this thing on lock." He's like, "We're gonna tell everybody their oil money," and like everybody else is just like. All right. It was oil. They even had like a montage of like newscasters and they're like, he's oil money. Yeah, he's got his parents have oil money. I'm like, dude. Like, this, this drunk 19 year old kid came up with this story and everybody believed it. He beat the NCAA. He came, yeah, so his parents really didn't have money. And then what he had to do was to say, hey, grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> like he said, hey, grandpa, can you hide this money for me? Yeah. He's like, can I, can I give you cash? And then you write me a check and put it in my, and I'll put it in my bank account. He's like, grandpa, can you basically money launder this for me? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what it was. And then he said like, yeah, my grandpa's a true, true G. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there was like, his grandpa's in the documentary for like one second. And all he does is go. <laughs> he just laughs like he's like yeah I did it <laughs> so, so they said 
the you know and again this to me this makes sense he's making all this money even though it's under the table he's still making money so yeah your attitude's gonna change you think and he got away with it regardless of it was because he played well regardless of of it was because he was you know he had an airtight (laughs) (laughs) quote airtight yeah from from this experience came from money but he got away with it and (laughs) and like even at this time they were saying that he was like partying with like celeb celebs like like yeah. I mean of course LeBron was huge at this time and like Drake even mentioned him yeah like the Drake like, <laughs> they just showed picture after picture of him and a celebrity him and a celebrity <laughs> and like it almost looked like they were all photoshopped because but he was actually there yeah he was there like, and he, and it was his friend that was talking in this in this podcast with him I mean in this documentary with him that you know he was there too so it was like it had to be true. But like, and then and then they were saying like celebrities were surprised that he was there. <laughs> like, oh yeah, you're Johnny Manzo. Yeah, yeah he's um, like, I think it was Justin Timberlake was like, yeah, they're like wanting to meet him. Yeah, like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, crazy. So so yeah, your attitude has to change in this part. You're gonna think you're the cock of the walk, the biggest guy in the in the place, even though he's he was five eleven. So uh, you know, so he pretty much they really didn't mention his second season. Besides him, just like Not pretty really. much phoning in. I mean, it wasn't a great season. Yeah, and he and they there was obviously all this bad you know stuff going on right. with. Uh, he got suspended for half a game. Half a game. So yeah, half a game for all this money laundering, yeah. you know, money stuff. So and then he just came on and pretty much won the game for him, didn't he? Yeah, and yeah, so like yeah, it's gonna change. It's gonna change. So he just phoned it in, partied the whole time his sophomore year, and then you know afterwards he's like. He could have won the Heisman. I don't know. I guess you can win it again. I, yeah, I've never. I don't know if somebody could win it twice, but but like he could have. He could have tried to get it twice. I mean, surely right. he could have. Or four times. Like he like, could like have. He could have won every. If year. he would have won every year, yeah. But no, that's not the that's not the path he chose. No, <laughs> he went ahead and chose to, uh, you know, just phone in his second year, and then at the end of the year, he decides to to elect to go to the draft. Instead of playing another year. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious because Texas A&M was going to redesign their whole stadium. Like, they even <laughs> show uh, them, like, demolishing it mm-hmm. for him. And then he's like, peace out. I'm yeah. gone. <laughs> I mean, was it for him or was it for the program? You know, who knows? But still, like. <laughs> they don't think they would have done it without him. I mean, that's probably true. They probably didn't have the money to. Right. That's 100%. Right. Yeah. You know, one thing that, uh, before we get into the the pro thing is um, is the discipline. Cause they talked, uh, cause obviously there's some kind of like discipline problem. If this, this kid, boy, whatever man is going out and doing all this crazy stuff. Like they ask his dad and this is why I didn't think his dad was a, maybe the, not the greatest dad in the world, but cause he was like, his dad was like, well, when you give your kid to a program, you think the coaches would hold him accountable. <laughs> yeah, right. And yeah. I'm like, somebody mm, else. I think it's. A, I think you were the dad there. Yeah, I mean, like you're yeah. still the dad. Yeah. And I think the offensive coordinator, he even him was like, you can't like somebody like Johnny because he is the whole team basically at the time. You can't um, discipline him because he just if he didn't play, then the everything loses money. Yeah, but but I also think he made the point like that's what you want in football. You want his attitude. You want that like you know the in- intensity and insaneness and stuff like you know. And and again, that's kind of a football coach like this. You could tell he's had some like mental problems, or he needed to go to rehab probably in, in just his first year in college. Yeah, he was already had some problems, but like yeah, sometimes the football. Um, Mentality isn't good for mental health, mental <laughs> wellness, you know, CTE and all that right, stuff yeah. going on. Yeah. But, uh, and even A&M was, uh, it, they said it started out as like kind of like a military school. Mm, oh and, yeah. Yeah. And so like, I think he still kind of had that, that like camaraderie that, um, that he did in high school, that military style, even though it's not really a military school anymore. But, uh, I think, you know, we're about to talk about the pros. That's where like, yeah, he, I mean, I mean, it's up to you, basically. I mean, nobody's gonna baby you in the pros, right? Um, except your agent, it sounded like. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, he, he, so he he likes to go to the draft, uh, and 
This is so funny because he's like, yeah, I, I really tried to lock it in for the draft. And, you know, we, you know, I got hooked up with his agent and then he would tell me all this stuff to do. And, you know, the agents on there saying, you know, we really got him good. And he was, you know, dr I was drug testing him because he's like, I wanted to make sure that I had all this proof that he was doing good. And then like a couple days before the draft, like a day before the draft, he's like, yo, yo, I just went partying. <laughs> like, he's like, I, I couldn't do it. I yeah, broke down. Yeah, I broke down. <laughs> like... Well, pr probably, but you know, he didn't know at the time, but at the time it was like one of the most important days of his life, the yeah. draft combine yeah. or it, it was before the combine, which is basically what they use. You know, one of the things they use before they go to the draft to, you know, to see if like the schools actually want you. So before the combine, he the just team, breaks down. The teams actually want you. You said schools. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I meant teams. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. And, <laughs> And uh, yeah, the, the teams like evaluate whether they want you or not. And <laughs> he does these drugs, and they drug test you there. So he had to have known. I mean, he had. I mean, he surely he known they drug test. I mean, that's why yeah. he called his. That's why he called his agent. Right, because his, his agent had like drug test him every single like week. Yeah, and was like, you know, he's working and he's got like twenty five drug tests. So you can he can show everybody that he's been clean for this whole time. Yeah, and days before he goes on some. He said he just woke up in a hotel and like didn't even have a shirt on <laughs> or something. He didn't know what what was going on. So degenerate. Like, it's crazy. But again, like man, how, how could you make these? Things? That's why it tells me you gotta have something mentally. Just like right, your, your mental health just isn't there. Like. But he, uh, yeah, so, so his, his agent, I think his agent said, like, told his mom to fake an illness. <laughs> yeah, he told his dad to fake some heart, heart illness or whatever. <laughs> oh, my goodness, like, fake some heart, heart issue mm -hmm. so he can have, like, an extra day. <laughs> right, so he could be like, oh, sorry, guys, my dad's in the hospital. And they did it. Yeah. Like, they, his parents did it. Again, was his dad, was his dad hard on him? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Would you have done that for me? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> but, so he goes, and and they like just like filled him up with liquids, 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 and he. I guess he ended up passing. Yeah, I mean, he ended up passing. He went to the combine. He did. He did fine. But you know, he was infamous at that point. Mm -hmm. Like everybody already knew what what his deal was. So. And, and, you know, he, he, he competes. Okay. I think he did a, they said he did a good job at the combine. But, but I think the whole point is that, like, by now, all the, all the teams know. They know who you are. They know what you're like. Even though you have all this talent, it's still, uh, do they want to deal with all of that? Because you are going to be on your own. You're an adult now. Even though you're an adult in college, you know, you're kicked out to the curb. Nobody's watching you. You're, you're left to your own devices. Yeah. Um, so his agent, excuse me, was talking about uh, the Houston Texans were like the number one <laughs> draft pick. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, so, and he's from Texas, right? So everybody's yeah. like, oh yeah, you know, Houston, this would be great if he played in Texas. Well, he, I don't, they went to this fundraiser thing and Johnny even donated some of his own money so that he could, you know, uh, yeah. and the owners of the, the Texans is going to be there. So it was all great. And then his agent gets called like a couple days later and says <laughs> that the owner, he, that Johnny's playing golf and the owner of the Texans was out there or somebody, somebody <laughs> related to them or something. And Johnny had taken his shirt off by, <laughs> by, I don't know, like the third hole or something, <laughs> had broken multiple clubs and thrown them in the pond <laughs> and, and was like yelling at people, drinking, you know, uh, constantly. And so they're like, so, nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty, he's like the, the pretty much the owner of the Texas was like, yeah, no, it's not happening. <laughs> Again, it, it's like the definition of shooting himself in the foot. For like he might as well have a machine gun and just like sitting there annihilating all his toes. Like, da -da 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 -da. Yeah. <laughs> like his foot can't be shot anymore. I know. It's like, Whenever, whenever you have kids, you know, I don't have kids, but, uh, we, you know, we have, or I've had plenty of nieces and nephews and, uh, even like teaching school, it's like, just don't do that thing and you <laughs> yeah, won't get in trouble. Either. Right. Yeah. Just stop that thing. Yeah. All, all you got to do is say, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Right. <laughs> like, <that's> it. <laughs> and it's like, like 
then that's what you said about the mental thing. Like maybe it is a mental thing. Like yeah. they, they just don't get it. Yeah. Like middle school boys and high school boys, they their logic centers or like aren't there yet. Yeah. So you know sometimes you can kind of see like okay they don't they don't know what they're doing sometimes because they're they just don't have the the brain for it yet. Yeah. But when you're like a twenty twenty year old twenty one year old, I mean. <laughs> Stop it! Like, don't do yeah, that thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And and, and th- they went through in the in the uh, documentary. They went through kind of the breakdown of you know first pick of the draft versus like thirty pick thirtieth pick of the draft, right. and all of the you know how drastic the income goes down. So if you get picked in the second round, you know you're maybe making like one million. And the you know the top one is making like twenty million or something you know I'm I'm not sure exactly on the on the on right. the whatever but so it's really important about where you get drafted and again you're not helping yourself out bro <laughs> like you're you've got millions of dollars on the line every pick is millions of dollars and he's just dude he's just like blowing it and and you know like whenever the draft actually happened uh, that that was one thing I'm like. You know, he was sitting there looking upset, and I'm like, "Boy, you you built this pond, <laughs> like like you know, I I, I don't understand. <laughs> this is going on like a soapbox from school, but like you know, I always tell them like, hey, I get it. I was a terrible student in in high in like high school and middle school. I didn't, you know, I had trouble doing my homework. I just didn't do it, you know, so." <laughs> admitting it and, and then you know i was like i i, I you know i i didn't do some of my homework but i accepted it right you know here's the thing you accept it you like i know what i did and i'm gonna take whatever happens but i i accept it i i didn't do it okay mm-hmm. some of these people like the students and him it was just like he could not understand right that it was his fault mm-hmm. that's what it seemed like to me i don't know oh yeah i i totally agree and it's the same thing you know you'll have you have students going back who like, why is my grade so low? And I'm like, here's your report card that has every single missing assignment. You know, yeah. you haven't turned in a single thing. And they're like, oh, yeah. like, yeah. oh, stars from above. <laughs> yeah. That's a callback. But, uh, but yeah, it's the same thing. I mean, he just can't like get a grip on it. So, and, and again, this is the common theme. So he, yeah, he gets drafted like 22nd, 23rd. I can't remember the exact. I think it's twenty, like twenty second, and and he was looking at getting first or second, right. and all the way to twenty second. So you got millions of dollars you just lost out on, but at least you got an opportunity, at least you got a chance, right? And so, <laughs> so he go in Cleveland. Cleveland is the the people who um, gave him a chance, you know, gave him a chance, and you know, usually you're not going to be starting as a freshman you know as a, as a brand new quarterback first year, yeah. yeah first year quarterback you're just not it's uh, usually they have a quarterback there it's very rare that you'll start immediately and so uh and i think he did eventually play in the in the times he did play he just got he just got terrible wasted and again yeah, it was bad if if you don't know like the back you know i only know this from documentaries i've watched but the backside of of football is honestly is homework is homework is these quarterbacks got to know the plays they got to know the defense they got to know if if the coach calls this if the coach calls this this and this then um if the coach calls this this and this then i've got to change it to you know we've got to change the defense defense is going to do this it's a lot of you know just knowing strategy and stuff and What did they say about his game film? Yeah. How many, uh, the, the coach called up his agent was like, he has 0.00 hours on his, of iPad hours of watching film. He didn't even turn it on. He didn't, didn't even watch any film. No film at all. And he, even in the, uh, the documentary, he holds up a zero. Yeah, he, kn- he, he admitted he even it. knew it. He admitted it. I mean, hey, at least like, that's one thing. But. No remorse, just like <laughs> zero. <laughs> so, so yeah, you can't do well, and you know, I can see that if you don't do well, you're gonna spiral. And he's got nobody really watching out after him. It looks like his dad's pretty much just like went. His parents were just doing their own thing. Yeah, because they they did say that they kind of like he didn't talk to him for a while. Yeah, and so I mean, he just spiraled, 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 and just started partying, 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 and I mean. 
that's pretty much what the 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 tail end of the documentary was was just him you know spiraling uh i mean he had a chance uh he had a chance at cleveland then he went he had to go he went to rehab i think his second year mm-hmm. i think he went to rehab his second year and then after he finished that he got back to football then spiraled again yeah he said like he'd look out of his his cleveland apartment downtown apartment and he would just like feel empty yeah that like you know he just didn't feel like anything was for him like it was it was just it now i was reading here where it does say that he was diagnosed as bipolar yeah that's later i think yeah i think i think they did say that later but he was uh, for much of his youth oh oh well, that's really? Not, yeah. that, I mean, that's not what documentary said. <laughs> right. That's what it says in here. But I was going to say, that. I think that after he went to rehab the second time, you know, after he's talking about him uh, mm-hmm. looking out, the, he went to rehab the second time and escaped. Yes. <laughs> he <laughs> escaped from yeah. rehab. Like, what is this guy doing? And uh, and I think that's whenever they, were, they mentioned it in the documentary about him being bipolar. And again, that makes sense. Right. To Good. me. So, yeah. So he ended his... Um, pro career get things get it out there by he went to vegas and he said i'm gonna party it up in vegas right <laughs> and but he's like i'll be back in i don't know when his game was you know yeah. so we'll say sunday i guess but yeah he's like i'll be back by you know certain yeah. time well he parties and parties gets on gets online there are no flights for <laughs> to cleveland <laughs> it's the worst city too like you know there's only so many flights right. to cleveland right so he's like <clears throat> So what does he do? So he, he doesn't like wait for, you know, book the first flight out like in the morning where he could still make it, right? He parties all night. <laughs> He's like, well, okay, well, I, I missed it. So I'm like, let's go. Yeah. And, and it was like the next day, uh, he didn't show up for the game, right? Yeah, he just like didn't, didn't show, show up for the game. And so the Cleveland, they cut him. Yeah. And that ended his pro career. And l- let me say this. There's some of these some people that have this face that you just want to. <laughs> hey, I may be that way to some of y'all, but this kid has that face. I, <laughs> I mean, if you ever look at him and like look at his smile, like you just. Like, I know he's definitely got that face. Like you could tell, like just, he's a just want to punch it. Yeah, I know. maybe that's from being a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so. uh but like after that, he spirals and he just parties and parties and parties because he's got tons of money. Like yeah, I, I mean, I think it's, he does. I don't remember exactly, but it was like eight million. I think was his contract yeah. with the with the Browns. Yeah, and so and he and he signed a contract with Nike. I mean, he was friends right. with LeBron, so he signed a contract with Nike. And I'm sure he had other like uh, advertising deals and things. So he wasn't poor, right? He's got all kinds of money, and so he just parties. Like after they they yeah. let him go, he just parties, parties, and then he like. Uh, he even he tried to commit suicide. Yeah, th- that was a crazy and, thing too. And he said his gun clicked, and like it didn't didn't work. So then he just kind of, I mean, that was like at the very. It was kind of like end. a wake up call, right? And it sounded like it was recent. Yeah, because like I mean, it goes right into like now. Yeah, I mean that I mean, that's the way they made it sound. I don't know if it was, but like, and it. I'll say this: like, the update to now, it. Seemed like he was doing better, mm-hmm. but it didn't seem like he was doing good. No, like uh, his sister was on there too, talked to, uh, a lot about it, and like she was like still saying like he's he's not he's not healthy. Yeah, like I don't know if he's you know partying or not like what he used to. Yeah, it did show him drinking and stuff, but like he's trying to get better and he's back with his family and it showed him and his dad like golfing, <laughs> but like yeah, it really didn't seem like he's any mu- or much better. Yeah. And it really doesn't seem like he's changed. <laughs> changed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I feel I, like he's learned zero lessons. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's what it felt like. And it, and it, it kind of just seemed like a dipstick from start to finish. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, is it the, the typical like jock, you know, stereotype where you're good at sports, Yeah, but you're dumb. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, he really wasn't. He didn't seem that smart. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I hate to be, I hate to be like that, but, right. uh, but I mean, he could play. <laughs> he could play football. Yeah. See, and I think if he just, if he would have had a better head and his shoulders, maybe if he would have had more supportive family, uh, or a, bit, a more like 
discipline coach or something that he could have started maybe a new type of football. Yeah. Like, I don't like how Steph Curry, you know, everybody shoots threes now. Oh right? yeah. yeah. Cause I think, cause he revolutionized like, like the game. Yeah. Now, now he kind of, I think he was part of that. He, he could have been riding the way from Russell Wilson. Okay. But Russell Wilson was a part of that. Like uh, the new running type of football. Michael Vick was, was a runner. And, uh, and so, you know, like some, some of those guys were, you know, the start of the, the running quarterback. Right. And, and now it, it's, it's kind of, you kind of have to run a little bit. You know, some of the quarterbacks now don't, but, yeah. but you kind of have to run at least a little bit, move a little bit to be able to, to play. But yeah, I mean, he, he was good. Yeah. Good at, good at running the, the football. I know. It's just like, it's just one of those stories. What, what could, what could have, should have, would have, whatever. But yeah. it's just like, I feel like he had so much potential and, you just wasted. Wasted. Yeah. Any, anything to add, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking at, been reading while you guys were talking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but hey, is it is it pressure, or is it or did the is it pressure of the game and pressure to perform, or is it, um, or is it, or does the problem go deeper than that? You know, he just from the documentary because I don't know anything else but the documentary. He didn't seem like he had that much pressure. Like to to me, it seemed like he just brushed it off. He he honestly did seem kind of carefree, mm-hmm. like just carefree in general. Just a, um, I mean, it it seemed like again, you never know because it kind of seemed like even whenever he was dealing with the stuff with NCAA, he just didn't care. He was like, ah, oh, it's just happening. Yeah. I guess he was doing well with his college classes during all of this. I, I think they mentioned that. Yeah. Didn't they? <laughs> the offensive coordinator was like, he couldn't go anywhere because he's so famous. You know, people wanted him to sign everything. So they're like, they're like, we just gave him online classes. And he's like, that was a bad idea for John. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure like the fifth string quarter. Oh no. Do you remember that? Cause they said in, in college he had to take a, he had to take a test for, he had to take P test. Yeah. And he said like the third string quarterback was giving him the urine. <laughs> <laughs> so he wasn't even submitting his own. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. Okay. All right, so we feel good about Johnny football? <laughs> do we feel good about it? <laughs> at, at least, uh, do you think we covered Johnny football? Uh, yeah, I think so. All right. Hey, y'all. Thank you for sticking around to the end. This is a funny one. Uh, regardless of if we had any knowledge, it was still pretty funny. It wasn't funny for Johnny football. I, I really hope that he, he gets better, and I hope he finds Jesus, honestly. <laughs> I, I think my next words. I, I think that would be the Jesus. best. No, I think his name was Daryl Strawberry. That is a name maybe maybe we need to do a documentary, or maybe we need to watch one. I've seen a couple about him, but it was really good. And he he's like a preacher now, or something like that. Yeah. I hope he's still. But uh, you know, you never know about those kinds of things. But but anyway, he kind of found Jesus and turned his life around. I I really hope he does turn his turn his life around for sure, no matter what. Uh, because uh, yeah, I mean, he's just destined to to die. Honestly, I mean, what other option is there if you just keep on partying and all that? But right. But anyway, so not to leave on that note, but, but y'all, I'm so glad you guys hung out for the rest of it. And hey, look, look out for our next one next week. And I don't know. I guess I'll see you then. Y'all have a good one. Bye. Bye.